building one more subscriber list that you are in control of, one more list that that you can own and you can have a very, very easy, frictionless way to reach out to your fans, your subscribers. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we're dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. Nothing like two takes in two days. Uh, I can't get this intro right. So I'm just going to be honest with everybody. Uh, Anyways, I am Chase from Honest E-Commerce, your host. (laughs) Today, we welcome to the show Felix. Felix is coming to us from Push Al. Uh, I would say his last name, but even he told me he didn't know how to explain it to me. So I'll let him share his last name with me. Uh, But um, welcome to the show, Felix. How are you doing today? Hey, Chase. Thanks for having me. Doing good. All right. So how do we pronounce your, your German last name? Yeah, so the Germans actually say Zülwald, but then it, I, I, I get it. It's, it's pretty tough for the international community. Yeah, I mean, so everybody, I don't know if you know this, but they, there's like an onboarding form that we do for the podcast. And he just said, like, you're not going to be able to figure it out. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so thanks for being honest with that. <laughs> It's honest e-commerce, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's talk about let's push out. Push out is a, a cool app that does push notifications. So this whole episode is going to be kind of educating people about uh, push marketing and and all that jazz, which is cool because I actually I don't know much about it myself. So I'm going to be asking a bunch of questions. Um, so let's uh, before we get into that though, let's kind of talk about uh, what you were doing before you kind of started working with Push Out. So before Pujal, I actually worked for another Shopify app called JudgeMe doing product reviews. So I've been with Shopify for two bit more, yeah, three years now. And before that, was working in different like software companies. Uh, was working for Meta Search Engine at one point. So did like a lot of different things, always trying new stuff, working in different countries, just trying to get more experience basically. And kind of then I found Pujal, and then this has been a really good. Journey so far. It's like uh, one year in now. You're, I mean, you're going from cool app to cool app. We are fans of Judge Me over uh, at the agency. Oh, awesome! Good. All right. We have an integration actually with Push Out and Judge Me as well. Oh, that's cool. We can talk a bit more about that. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio helps brands deliver more personalized digital marketing experiences via email, SMS messages, social ads, and more. And since it's all driven by real-time e-commerce data, you can make sure every interaction feels more relevant. When you have a 360-degree view of the customer, the growth possibilities are endless. Visit Clavio.com to schedule a demo. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Let's uh let, for people that are just unaware, uh, you know what what is a push notification? You know how's it work? How's it different than all the other marketing tricks out there? I don't know how to really best describe it, so I'll, I'll hand it over to the expert. Uh, sure. Um, so most people, I guess, are somewhat familiar with web push notifications because uh, it does have a high adoption rate. More and more websites are using it. So. As the name says, it's it's web push. So it is coming from the web browser on your mobile phone, on your desktop. So it's not a mobile app. It's it's different. You just need a browser to run it and you don't need to install a, a mobile app from the app store or such. And then 
the concept is maybe similar to email marketing. So you opt in somewhere and then you receive messages. And the opt-in is happening with a browser prompt. Um, that's something we probably all have seen. We go to a website and then there's this pop-up or widget or prompt shows up and says, do you want to allow notifications from this website? And then you click allow and that's how you subscribe. And then afterwards, you are receiving these web push notifications with text, images, and links. So that's kind of the, the basic explanation of web push. Absolutely. So I feel like um, it's kind of like uh, there was a huge push a couple <laughs> years back that like everybody needed an app. Uh, and the only thing that was actually cool about having an app is like you could do these push notifications. So, uh, you know, more and more, I feel like you can get away with uh, if you're an e commerce brand, you like only need your website. But if you do want that push notification feature, now it's kind of uh, that part of like th- that was left over from that whole app surge a few years ago. Like that feature, the best feature of having an app is now available for you know anyone that has an e commerce store. Right. And it's, it's a very, very recent, it's a pretty new technology. I think Chrome introduced it in 2015. So it's still like, if you think email marketing has been around for a long time, push is still relatively, relatively new in the market. So, um, you know, there's, there's so many ways to get a hold of your customers these days. So, like, we could hit them up with an email. Uh, you can do an SMS, which is, uh, I would, you know, say almost similar to push notifications. Um, you know, where would you say that push marketing falls in line as far as like the types of notifications that you probably would want to use push for? Like, what are the messages that you should probably be sending your customers through push notification? And then which one should be reserved for other things? I think that... So push notification oftentimes is used when you want to nudge your customers into making another purchase or nudging your subscribers into another purchase. So a good use case is a flash sale, for example, because the web push notification would show directly on your phone, show directly on your desktop. And with one click, you're back exactly where or you're back on the product page or you're back on uh, whatever page you as a merchant want to send your subscribers to. Or another good use case is, for example, abandoned card reminders. So that makes a pretty frictionless experience because as soon as somebody leaves something in their cart, um, you can send them this push notification and they receive it with one click, they're back on the cart page. So I think whenever it has to be like very frictionless, very crisp, I think that's when push notifications are are very useful. Want to get each new episode of Honest E-Commerce sent straight to your phone? Join our VIP texting list for updates on new episodes and exclusive deals from our partners. Text Honest VIP, that's H-O-N-E-S-T VIP to 72599 to join. By the way, we're powering our text messages with PostScript, the number one text message marketing app for Shopify stores. Check out the show notes for a link to install PostScript for free today. All right. So um, I feel like push notifications might almost be uh, a competitor for SMS uh, in a sense. Uh, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers here, but kind of what's your opinion on that take? I think at the end of the day, you need to send the right message at the right time on the right channel to the right person. So for example, the way we see SMS used a lot is that um, 
I think like when people give you their phone number, they have a much higher intent. Um, so I don't, ha I don't have the numbers. We don't run SMS, but I think that if you are, your SMS subscribers are probably down the line, give you the phone number during the checkout, et cetera. And web push usually happens much earlier in the funnel. It's like a kind of you people enter your website and then they start subscribing. So it happens relatively early. So you do have these, they are, your subscribers are going to be very different. I think your SMS subscribers, uh, you can send them stuff that, uh, I don't know, I don't know how the SMS campaigns look like. Um, but I think they have a higher intent while web push, you might have uh, more subscribers overall. But not everyone is going to to buy, and you not have um, the click rates maybe you have in SMS. Yeah, I mean, I think SMS is a little more intimate, so yeah, it's probably a warmer audience. It's a little further down the funnel. I would agree with you there. For example, something we see with uh, like we do account, uh, we help our merchants kind of to figure out the best way to use push, and and one merchant used something interesting. They used their push audience to send them to a landing page for SMS. So he was aware that, you know, the push audience might be a little further down the road. And then he brings these people to a landing page to also kind of cross pollinate his uh, own marketing channels. No, I think that's fantastic. And it, it goes with just a, the timeless kind of like uh, best practice of don't rely on one channel. Uh, they're constantly evolving. So, you know, make sure that you're trying to get people on all of them. But with that being said, like, you know, kind of pick one at a time. If everything's important, nothing's important. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's kind of how that works. I got some nerdy questions about the technology. Is that okay? Shoot them at me. Alrighty. So um, I'm on a random website. They don't know my name. They don't know my, uh, my email. They don't know my phone number. And they ask for push notifications. Like, are, are they going to ask for anything else if I say yes? Or is it just they're going to, like, it makes an agreement with the browser on my phone? And then, like, I'm on your push list. How's that work? Kind of like that, yeah. Um, so, on a technical level, I'm trying to do my best job here explaining it technically. There is a kind of a token exchange. So, you as the your browser, so Web Push is specific to that browser. You kind of exchange a token with a let's say server. So that basically allows that specific domain to send you push notification on that specific browser. So this is where this kind of agreement happens. And I think most push services, uh, most web push services, they don't ask for anything else. Like they just want you to click allow. Um, they might run some widgets to point you in that direction. Uh, and then you try to, over time, collect some data with that subscriber. For example, if they create an account, if they um, make do a purchase, then you obviously know who that person is and you can connect it with the Shopify data, for example, to segment that subscriber later on. That's pretty cool. Let's be honest today, all of your customers are going to have questions. And what are you doing to manage all those questions? Do you have a help desk for your business? One of our sponsors of today's episode is Gorgeous. And Gorgeous is the number one rated help desk for e-commerce. It integrates seamlessly with Shopify. We have installed it on a bunch of stores. It's also used by brands like Movement and Rothy's. And what it does is it takes all of your customer insights and information, brings it into one amazing dashboard so you can solve their problem as quickly as possible. If you want to give Gorgeous a try, visit gorgeous.link slash honest. That's G-O-R... G 
G-I-A-S dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-N-E-S-T to get your second month free. Now, as far as the cost goes, because there is there, you know, as far as SMS goes, SMS is probably the most expensive channel to reach out to individually. Email is a little cheaper. You know, how does how does the cost perspective look on using this technology to reach out to people? So for us as a solution provider, we have to run the service. We have to support very large scales because some customers have huge amount of subscribers. Um, so that is our cost. And now we then have a pricing plan. Uh, we, what we do is we charge by uh, impressions. So we feel that makes a lot of sense. Impressions meaning successfully delivered push notifications. And then that's basically, if you have 10,000 impressions, that's $19. Uh, so we think that's pretty straightforward and pretty affordable. And then you can upgrade your plans, etc. So I think the costs... Um, I don't, I'm not ready to compare it to email right now. I don't have the... Because most email services charge by subscriber. That's kind of a different uh, metric. Mm-hmm. Uh, but compared to SMS, uh, yeah, it's, it's much, much cheaper, I think. And when you say you're charging by impressions, is that per campaign or per month? Yeah, we do calendar months. So because there's not only campaigns uh, where you send like a push notification to everyone or to a segment, but there's also a lot of automations running in the background. So there's a lot of different... Um, moving parts that consume impressions. Um, so we just do this many impressions per calendar month and then that's your plan. Now, is that pretty much uh, how it looks in the, the landscape with your competitors as well? Is that, is that a pretty standard billing uh, system? I've seen most competitors doing something on a subscriber base. Um, maybe because that's more typical in the e-commerce landscape. Because like a lot of these CRM systems charged by subscribers, we just felt, I mean, we just observed some e-commerce businesses send a lot of push notifications because they run maybe a lot of uh, flash sales or they run a lot of automations and some send less. So we felt just like the true value of what we do is showing push notifications. And that's why we wanted to charge by that. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, where uh, where should I be in my journey as a merchant? You know, what kind of traffic should I have? What kind of sales should I have uh, before I consider adding this? You know, kind of to my my marketing stack. What do you think? What where are people kind of starting to get actual returns when using technology like this? To be honest, we see all kinds of um, merchants onboarding. We see people who are starting out, uh, who don't have sales yet, who are trying to just build a subscriber list. So that usually then happens on the free plan. So people just try to build a subscriber list to them, reach out to their store visitors. As soon as you have some sales, as soon as you start optimizing, tweaking your store, it comes in pretty handy because you do like a ban card recovery, shipping notifications, etc. And we make our money with a lot of very large enterprise clients who send like a lot of campaigns who, who need all this segmenting and um, all these like advanced features. So it's really, you can start on all levels, to be honest. Um, it's not really something that needs, you don't need to reach a certain amount of um, sales. That makes sense. But maybe to add on this, I mean, obviously people have to subscribe, right? Like if you have yeah. no, if you have very little store visitors, you're not going to see a lot of subscribers and then your list is going to be pretty small. That's, I mean, that's also the reality of whenever you need people to subscribe. 
Yeah, I think that goes. Uh, I think that just comes with the territory of any sort of marketing automation. Like, all it does is it helps, and you know, it does reengage people, but it needs people to reengage. So if your traffic's not there, it's not silver bullet. It's not going to help. Absolutely. Yeah. Alrighty. So if you could like distill it down uh, to like the number one reason people should be using these types of notifications, like what would you say it was? I think. The number one reason is just to build one more own marketing channel, like building one more subscriber list that you are in control of. Um, so you are less reliant on, on Facebook ads, uh, using that for retargeting. And you just have one more list that, that you can own and you can have a very, very easy frictionless way to reach out to your fans, your subscribers. That's great. And then uh, I, I, I do know that uh, you guys are going to offer an awesome deal to our listeners. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we're going to drop a coupon code for, for everyone who is uh, listening. Um, just honest ecom. And what that's going to do is it basically gives you 30 days of the business plan, so of our paid plan for free. So independent of if you're starting out or if you have sales or if you if you just like on a very high level tweaking your store you can definitely try the app 30 days for free so this is going to give you abandoned card reminders uh, which rich push notifications so that means you get your images etc shipping notifications um, all those features will be included and you will have an easy time just testing and building a little subscriber list and, and seeing how it works Thanks so much for doing that. Uh, I mean, is there anything that I forgot to ask you today that you think would be valuable for our listeners? I think it's. Um, I think we we covered most of all the all the aspects. I mean, one thing I get asked a lot, so I just want to mention it here, is that a lot of people know email marketing, so they they ask us, okay, what features is in Web Push already? So if you if you are very sophisticated in email marketing, you probably have set up all your segmentation. For example, understanding who has purchased, like you want to have a win-back campaign, for example, reaching out to people who have purchased 60 days ago or longer, and you want to reach people in a certain location or people who have engaged with you or people who purchased through the collection. Like all these things are available in Web Push as well. So you can build pretty sophisticated marketing campaigns, actually. That's awesome to know. I can't wait to get in there and play around with it. Awesome. Cool. All right, Felix, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Yes, thanks, Chase, for having me. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their journey and knowledge with us today. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our businesses. Links and more information will be available in the show notes as well. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, feel free to reach out and learn more at electriceye.io slash connect. Also, make sure you subscribe and leave an amazing review. Thank you.